Welcome to the A to Z Golfing Podcast presented by Am Golf Trips. You have followed the entire 2023 season at amgolftrips.com and swagseries.com. Andy Cezanne, I'm Anthony Zampano. How's it going? Pretty much everyone knew what this episode was going to be about. Um, we got back a few days ago from Big Cedar. Um, it, it, it was our sixth trip to Big Cedar. I have seen it uh, before Andy did. I'm sure people mm-hmm. have listened out there, the 17 people that do listen. Um, Andy and I got to play Payne's Valley together, I think, four years ago. Yep. Um, it was like basically like the first go around that it was open. I have seen it since the development and obviously with the new cliffhanger course that is coming. We have a lawnmower that's made a debut in the background over at over at Andy's uh, palatial estate. Uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. He hired somebody to finally cut the grass. Congratulations, Andy. Um, I there are numerous resorts that we have been to, but from the start, seeing what has been built and the continuation of Big Cedar, I don't think that there was a better spot to host the first Swag Series National Championship. And it was, it set the state. I mean, it was gorgeous. And obviously, I'm not a photographer. I'm not a videographer. I don't do anything on social media, but I don't think you could have asked for a better weekend. Sure. I mean, we we got there even we, we're usually going at the same time every year. So we're used to seeing kind of dormy uh, fairways dormant. and uh, do, dormant. dormant green. Yeah. D- dormant greens and fairways. Um, and then but we always see the the uh, the change of the leaves in the background, the trees and stuff. When we got there, we had green fairways, which was a fun sight to see. And then it was green in the background, but the, the three days we were there, the leaves changed in the background. So it made, it made my pictures pop even more now. So, I mean, yeah, the, 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 the weather we got was, was what seventies and eighties with five to 15 mile an hour winds, probably I'd say. Yeah. I think we listen. I mean, we could spend a lot of time. We're going to, we're going to really dive into this, but you know, it, it, it starts with just the resort itself. And then when you get weather like that, it, it, it allows the experience that everyone gets to be a lot, you know, from the meet and greet to where you got to play mountaintop. And we, we did the 13 closest to the pins that then turned into staying in your group and, and qualifying for the putting contest on the Tom Watson putting course. And then really just how uh, OTR was set up for everybody to be able to enjoy before their round right uh, right after the round circling around them for people to see how amazing that company is and to really have a good time but the weather allowed you to be outside the entire time right it didn't get yeah. it didn't get cold later in the day and it was basically the same type of weather the first two days we had it was more overcast with a little bit of sun on, on for the final round at Payne's Valley but from the competitive side of it for it to be the same really allowed i think people to get acclimated not a huge change and i think that was that showed in a lot of the scores right we had great play on day one we had great play on day two that we'll dive into a little bit more that you know uh, culminated in and gross champion shooting a 62 on the final day to come from behind win um there were so many things that were just awesome about it. it it made our job so much easier and i think it also made the experience that much better right it, it, no one had to worry about rain or is it going to be cold one day or is it going to be this and i think that you know just the experience alone from start to finish 
was amazing. I, 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 you know, we could talk about it all day from the players boxes to what we were doing over there to seeing the crowd standing up on the rocks on the 19th hole, congratulating people for hitting the green or booing them. for not hitting the green. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then to be in that surround on 18 to award our champions and, and to be there down at the bottom of the hill on 18 at Paynes Valley and be able to celebrate was just, um, it was really an experience. And obviously for us, the largest event we've ever uh, put together, but just such an experience to be able to not just have like 10 people there. I mean, 30 people up on the rocks, 20 people down on 18, other people standing on 19. It was just, for me, it was awesome. It was cool to shake everyone's hand and and, and just be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, that was, again, months of planning, months and months of planning from all of us to kind of, you know, Rob and your kind of child to like see putting some people out in a shotgun start and then have some straight tee times for the leaders and hopefully the leaders were going to be the ones to finish it out. So it gave that nice feel for everyone coming off like, you know, hey, you know, thanks for coming. That excitement. Um I wasn't able to be on the 18th as much as, as you were, I was out taking videos and pictures. Did you see people possibly crumble with the pressure with the crowd right there too on 18? I, you know, listen, I mean, we running events, I think I, I tend to start clicking into the scoreboard, um, you know, to see like where the swings are and how people are playing. I mean, I was very preoccupied with uh, Jordan and Aria, Um, with the role that, I mean, Jordan was on, I mean, uh, you know, just to give people a little hindsight, they ended up winning the gross national championship, uh, 15 under par and, um, you know, Jordan to his credit. And I even said it to him, uh, legitimately had a putt for a 63 on 18 and, you know, Aria made birdie, uh, and he scooped it up and I've never, Listen, I've never been in a position to shoot 63 before. Yeah. Um, and I even said it to him. I'm like, I don't know how you had it in you to just scoop the ball up. And, and you know, obviously that is what four ball is. Your partner's in for birdie. Um, it, it, it was – I'm not going to say anybody crumbled under the pressure because, yeah. you know, this it's all relative, right? The, the gross play, when you watched it down the stretch, um, you know, from what Jordan and Aria did – to what Spencer and Dustin did uh, day one at Ozark National, you know, with Spencer making a hole-in-one, which we'll we'll go into a little bit more. And then watching uh, Jeff Williams almost make an albatross on 18 with driver off the deck. I mean, you you look at those three scores of 15, 14, and 13 under par, and you really start to understand the the high nature of golf – that yeah. was played in that final round. And I'm sure they were all scoreboard watching. And, you know, ultimately you have uh, you have them shooting 62. I mean, I'm looking at the scores right now. Day one, 66, 63, 64. Day two, 62, 66, 66. But then you go farther on down and you look at like Ben Kilborn and you look at uh, with Mike Miles and you look at uh, Gabriel and Evan at 64s. You know, right. you had – great golf being played is really what we have talked about so many times about having a gross and a net national champion, right? You want to be able to have more competition and more uh, teams that have the ability to go after it. And that's really what we saw on Sunday at Payne's Valley. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty spectacular. And we've we talked about it before. I mean, this was the culmination of uh, all the first place winners from the entire year and then second and third. Like, so you knew the level of, of talent was going to be there for this event. And it, it showed and it, it was fun to watch the whole scoreboard watching. I mean, I couldn't get enough of it. I was refreshing my phone. I'd be like five minutes just to see if anything updated on it. But no, it was definitely a lot of fun. But starting back to the the part the Blue Tees Par Three contest, I mean, how much fun to start your your round just kind of getting in there, and uh, you know, going out in eight sums, having having a time on that course. I mean, that that course is fun to begin with, like, but then to put a little competition in there for closest twos on every single hole made made for a fun afternoon for our our, our competitors. Well, I think it's I think it's everything, right? It's the events that lead into the national championship are you, you run them and you put them on to the best of your possible ability, right? We've done the closest to the pins, every single event. We've done all the cool stuff afterwards with the, uh, with the award ceremonies. And obviously you've got the gift cards and first place gets their entry. The national championship is the national. You want to build it out from, the gift box is having a driver in a fairway in them to doing the blue tees closest to the pin challenge on mountaintop to then turning that over right into the qualification on the Tom Watson putting course. Yeah. Having a little bit of competition everywhere you go is really cool and really fun. And obviously that brings out the fun aspect of it. We know that there are people there that are, that are there strictly to have fun, have a great time have a couple, you know, get a couple things. Obviously we had a swag off did a great job with the cover being available both days, one at Ozark, one at Payne's Valley. Right. So you have all of these things going on, but the organization and, and I'll give a to uh, Dustin and Spencer Dingus. And I, if I'm not mistaken, Dustin's girlfriend, fiance, wife, I don't know that, but to hear the compliments uh, from them, especially knowing how many amateur events they have played over the years makes all the planning come true, right? Like we didn't want there to be a point in this where the player isn't either a getting something or having a good time or experiencing something that they've never experienced. Like there were a lot of people that had been there before that have gone to big Cedar, Mm -hmm. but not like this. And and even for myself, and I think you can attest to this and, you know, Andrew and, and Adam Gardner and Frankie Ellingson and Allison were there and Nate, uh, their tour rep from Swag Golf was there. Yeah. We had all never experienced anything like this. And for it to come down to that and for it to be that experience at that place, I, I mean, I could talk um, ad nausea about it. It, it was <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, the vibe we had going on in that putting contest was nothing like that, I, that I've seen before. That's something we've done. I mean, you had – Pretty much at one point, probably a good, what, 100 people, uh, probably 80 people up there at time, either just drinking or on the putting course. And then people that didn't know each other, they're hooting and hollering over putts, you know, on on the Tom Watson course and, you know, rooting for each other and and how that went. And then we had a couple playoffs that we had to go do and we made them use their putter on the first hole of the course. And mm-hmm. just watching those happen was kind of fun. I'll throw some of those videos up here uh, and kind of show what that looked like. But I mean, yeah, what you just said, like the whole vibe we had, like we've never, we, we it's, it's things you always think of, but then never fully do. And this time we actually did it all. And I, I can't, that, that first day was absolutely amazing for what we put together for those participants. Yeah. And I mean, listen, we, 
uh, obviously we rented a house there. Our team did, uh, myself, Andy, Rob, you know, and we always go into events like this and we always quote unquote, try to call it, you know, how are we going to run the perfect event? And there is no such thing as a perfect event because there are too many elements going on. There are too many things to go on, but I will tell you from an operations perspective of at the actual event, I'm not talking behind the scenes. I'm not talking. I have never been a part of something that organized that well run and every single team member, including the five representatives from swag off to the amazing uh, competitors and players that came just everything was, was, was top notch. I mean, even making a decision like the OTR decision, let's keep them out on the Tom Watson putting course. Right. I mean, right. You you know, they were not that they wanted to leave, but they were more or less like they worked with us. They were like, you know, Hey, this is a great opportunity for us to stay out here and be in front of these people. And, you know, they brought sampling for all three days. Unfortunately, our group is a little bit that likes to have a good time. And, uh, but you know, it didn't stop there. It wasn't just a sampling. It was giving out some golf balls, giving out some right. towels. Um, they had some very exclusive covers that they had made up from swag golf that a few, a uh, few people got myself included. I got an espresso martini cover. I don't know if it's going to replace the golden hot dog. I just saw that in the office yesterday. I was like, where did this thing come from? Well, when you have enough of them. So this is what, this is what, you know, Meg told me, she said, how many have you consumed? And I said, well, probably a (laughs) hundred. So it was, it was definitely a a gift. You had to get to a hundred. I I get it. Yeah. I guess that's what you had to do. But it was neat. That's the thing about it. Like we, we, we sit here and we've talked about it. We talk about it behind the scenes. You know, our biggest thing that we want to bring out there is, the experience, right? We talk about the experience and, you know, for everyone out there and all the feedback that we've gotten, the experience was amazing. And, and that is as somebody who runs these events, I love that because now it makes me want to figure out what the next experience is, right? Mm -hmm. One day events are absolutely incredible. Uh, 2024 is going to be primarily, and I think it's only one instance where we don't have the entire golf course, which has the ideas just flowing in my head. What are the little things that we can do? And I can tell everyone out there that what we've put together for 2024, if you saw 2023, 2024 is going to be not one step ahead of it. It's going to be two to three steps ahead of it in what we're yeah. doing. Um, and that goes along. And, and that's also kudos to swag off with Andrew Schmidt and Adam Gardner being very much involved and the evolution of working together. Like we've said, everything is going to get better and better and better. I've got a recruiting trip coming up. I mean, I'm going 14 months in advance (laughs) out to Arizona to scope out where we're going to be for the first event of the year and where we're going to be for the national championship. And obviously more information will be coming out about all of those great locations and where that national championship is, which obviously I gave away, but um, you know, it's those things like, I probably will go out there again because Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of that way. Like where I want to have everybody in the right position. I don't want anybody to second guess their decision to go. Um, But like I said, next year, the national championship is going to be vastly different, right? But it's Mm -hmm. going to be different in an amazing way. And it's going to even, 
have more opportunity for more people to come participate and share that experience. And that's one thing that uh, you make a good point. Like we know Big Cedar, like Big Cedar, we've been there. You've been there six times. I've been there four times. Like we know that property. We, we've hosted multiple events, getting stuff all and around. Uh, so yeah, for you going down and, and scouting out where we're going to be at next year, I mean, that just helps us out to figure out where all those moving parts to try to get it all into make an experience next level for all these people. Cause I know you and Rob talk a lot about the journey to get to these events, you know, the journey and everything. These people started their journey at a qualifier and then everything built up for the, for the national championship, you know, between my multiple emails to all of them, making sure they're all coming, you know, getting hotels ready, getting all that stuff, right. It's just the whole journey that we, we try to, to give all the participants along the way. Um, and yeah, man, kudos to you for for making that golf course. All those golf courses look phenomenal with all the flags and the and the design and everything. You know, you ma- you made it feel special, and you made other people that weren't with our group, uh, you know, wondering what was going on here. I mean, I got asked probably a good twenty times that first day, "What's swag golf?" by just everyone else walking around, you know, and all that. So, I mean. Great job on, on all of your your design work that you did for this, and all the hard work you put in. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you. And I have a great team around me here uh, at Am Golf Trips. And obviously, the relationship built over the years with the gentleman at Swag Golf has has afforded me the opportunity to understand how to represent both brands, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I, like I said, I, I... I said that the regular season culminates in a national championship, but that also doesn't mean that I'm going to hang low for 2024 setup. Right. I mean, everyone saw the setups all year long. They're only going to get bigger and better. The things that we're going to be doing for the players in 2024 are only going to get bigger and better. Mm -hmm. And I am proactively and is pushing to get more to the players, right? These are the people that either a follow swag off, follow us, or they're just simply looking for the competitive nature, whether it's locally, whether it's traveling to these events. And we want to bring the best experience possible at any event that they go to. Now, listen, we could all sit there. I think we were talking a little bit on the ride home about what our best event was, what our least. Listen, for me, every event is fantastic. I can't help that mother nature gets in the way sometimes. Um, and stuff like that. But I'm really excited for 2024. And quickly, I'm going to flip it back over and get into the first round here. You know, listen, we touched on the qualification for the Tom Watson putting course. Andy's going to throw up some cool videos of how we did the playoff uh, for the competitors that tied playing those nine holes. Ultimately, we did the putting contest final before the first round at Ozark National. Tyler Bennett, kudos to you for winning. Um, I believe it went three rounds, Andy. Refresh my memory. Yes. Three or four yes. rounds. Three three rounds. Um, awesome to see. I think like 11 people out of the 20 made it the first round, and then we basically just kept them in the same spot. You could see everyone watching, gravitating towards it. It was a really cool moment for Tyler, and I'm and I'm assuming for yourself to, to grant the first as champion at a national championship. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, and I like that you made the putt. Uh, it, it had a little break, but it wasn't terribly hard. So it made them, it made the people make it to get that, uh, I guess, that anxiety building for each one. Because between the first and the second round, we lost a lot that second round. I think that the nerve started to kick in on it. So, I mean, it was a great spot that you picked on it, and it kept people uh, engaged and enthralled in that, in that competition. 
everyone out there can tell that Andy really thinks that the nerves really kick in for everything. I, I, you know, I am nervous every, doing everything. Everyone's nervous. I mean, I think you're nervous. I, when I'm shooting pictures, I'm not nervous. Everything else probably nervous. Yeah. <laughs> you look very relaxed in that chair. There's a little slouch going yeah, on today. It's, it's it's very little... comfortable in your hoodie. Yeah, you know, we're, we're in the yellow. But no, I mean, talking about you, you do the part three contest, you qualify for the putting final. Then in the morning you do the, we handed out the par threes from the blue tees mm-hmm. par three contest. We did the putting contest final. And then you get into the first round and I'm generally not a person in the first round that's going to that's going to scoreboard watch mm-hmm. but you obviously do because you know people in this tournament you you start looking and then you know you're you're following along and then all of a sudden we get to about 4 hours in and mm-hmm. everybody is a good vast majority of the team is sitting over on the 6th hole yep right and I'm stuck behind the beverage cart on 17, but anybody who's been to Big Cedar, there's like four holes that intertwine. And all of a sudden I look over and there is a huge eruption. Now I wasn't there, you were there. So I'm gonna let you do your best to take us through what happened. First of all, I got super lucky to be in that spot. Um, I was I was actually just taking pictures and I switched over to video for this one, for uh, Spencer. Uh, so on the sixth hole, par three, I don't even know the distance. I think it was like 150. Or, do you know what the distance on that hole is? It, it was longer than that. It was like 206. Oh, geez. Yeah, that man's a beast. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he tees off. And one hops just to the right side in front of the, of the pin, trickles right in, and then the eruption started for everyone. I mean, it was, it was a surreal moment uh, being in, in that group and, and capturing that on camera. I mean, uh, and that – Kilborn and Mouse were in that group also. And they, I think they were more excited than Spencer actually was. I mean, his brother just, mm-hmm. his brother, you'll see on the video, his brother was very excited for him. But like Kilborn and Mouse were, were, were hooting and hollering, jumping up and down and, you know, happy for him too. But so he hits a hole in one there. And then the day before on the par three contest, actually on the 13th hole, I was there. He hit one over the rocks. I think he grabbed the wrong club. He hit one OB out of the rocks picked up the right club and dunks it in the hole there for a a hole in three. three. And then I think I'm the guy's lucky charm. I mean, he should probably take me everywhere he goes on par threes because. Well, didn't they ask you? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they did kind of, I I think it was joking, but I mean, I'll go if they want to, Hey, you guys want, I'll I'll fly out wherever you guys want me to go. I, you know, I don't, I don't think being around Dustin and and Spencer in Florida where they qualified and then being around them at the national championship, I, I don't think that they uh, they would joke around about something like that. I think well, they would. I'd go with. It'd be fun to watch those two. Those two are great, great people. I got to know them a little bit over the course of the days. But to be there for that hole-in-one, I thought you were there, too. I, I didn't know because you were, you've rolled up, like, right after it kind of happened. So I thought you saw the yep. whole thing. Um, but it was great to have Andrew and Nate there, too, and, you know, give him a high five when he came off. Um and then he was there with, you know, they had their significant others there with him too. So they were giving him hugs and you know, everything. So it's just a special moment for, uh, you know, the first swag series national championship to get a hole in one on, on one of our holes and, and to get it on, on, on video. That's like, that was one of the highlights of my career so far was to capture something like that on video and then, you know, to share it with that person and everyone else. That was pretty neat for me. I don't know if I can, 
there's a lot of things that I don't think I could top, and that's one of them. I don't know if I could top, but we just need everyone to make hole in ones. <laughs> you know, I think if you could if you could go into a tournament and you could try to figure out what would be some cool things to happen, you know, you're you got you got he makes a hole in three, right? right? And you hear that whole story. And then, if I'm not mistaken, he said something on the putting green when they went to the putting contest, like, oh, it would have really sucked for that to be, like, the first hole-in-one or something like that. Or if he yeah. – I forgot how the story went. And then the next day, he gets a hole-in-one, right? So, you can't it, – it's sport, right? We always t- – sport, the, there aren't – the storylines get created in the moments, right? And it was also really cool that, if I'm not mistaken – you know, uh, the big Cedar social media representative that was out there, Lacey, she was around all weekend, right? So yeah, her being very green and very new, right, is experiencing this huge tournament. There's people celebrating left and right. There's fist bumps on putts being made and everything like that. And, and you know, everyone's being congrat, you know, congratulating each other. And then you have a moment like that. And when you look back at it, I mean, I reviewed, they had two double bogeys. Right. In the first round. I mean, they made two eagles, two double bogeys, a plethora of birdies. They go into the final round in the last group for the gross. Right. They end up winning the net side of the competition by playing great. Right. But you, it's just how competitive it was. I mean, I was mm-hmm. even talking to uh, Garrett and Dan when they popped over, we ended up finding out that the house that they rented was right next to us. They end up shooting on an amazing score in wow. day two. They yeah. end up flying up the leaderboard in the net, right? You had all of that. I mean, they hung out on 18. We had to call them down for a possible playoff, right? He right. Had put on a T-shirt. He was, <laughs> clubs were in the car. They're freaking out. Is it going to be? They're down there scoreboard watching. Yeah, It was just, you couldn't have asked for anything else during the course of those two competitive rounds at Ozark or Paynes Valley. It was absolutely fantastic. And the content that you were able to grab, that Lacey was able to grab, that Allison was able to grab, I would say Frankie don't still don't really know what Frankie did. However, but it was good that he was there. Um, (laughs) He let a den caddy fly off of a mountain, which wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but I didn't hear that story. He was amped up. Adam, Adam and I caught him air swinging all the time on the 19th tee box. It was fantastic. Shout out to Frankie Ellingson. His birthday was uh, uh, 30th of October. Um, it was just, it was great, man. I mean, I just keep going back to it. Your yeah. biggest takeaway. I want your biggest takeaway from the weekend for the participants. Oh, for the participants. Um I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier was the um, them telling us just how they had a great time on it all. Like the fact that we were able to, to, to put all that together. I mean, coming off of 19, when we were leaving, I got stuck in the crowd of like the 30 to 40 people up there just throwing golf balls on 19 the whole time. And I mean, I could, I couldn't get out of those guys. Everyone's saying how great of a time they had. Thank you for doing this. You know, thanks for everything you do. Can't wait for next year. So, I mean, just the excitement um, from people after the tournament, like, you know, sticking around was, was a testament to something that we did that we're on something that we did something great here. So <clears throat> my biggest takeaway was just that the participants having a, a great time through and through uh, 
with it. So that that one kind of caught me off guard, but that's what I have to say. Like, that's what I remember the most now is just driving up 19 and I couldn't get past them. I couldn't get past them. I had a fist bump every single one of them. Everyone wanted to say hi and bye to you at the same time. How about you? What was your, what was your greatest takeaway for the participants you think? My, I'm, I'm always going to go back to the competitive side of it. Um, we've been there many times. I've never seen the golf courses in that condition. Mm-hmm. Truly an amazing amazing condition and what they've done in the, I'm going to say, I think Ozark is six years, Pains is four years. That was, those are the best conditions that anybody could ask for when you're playing for a national championship. Um, It made our lives a lot easier. Um, There wasn't trying to figure out what we're going to do on this hole based on conditions or, or, or stuff like that. But I think from top to bottom, I don't think a single player, that showed up, got on the property, started playing mountaintop, went to Ozark, went to Paynes Valley, is going to say, well, you know what? The conditions weren't this, and that's why I didn't play well. Um, from that, I mean, it's hard to top that. It, it really is. And I think that is reflective of these scores, and I think that is reflective of all year long. You know, we are trying to find the best quality facilities to go to so that the experience is even that much more. We know what the experience is going to be off the course. We know what Swag Golf brings to the table. They are amazing. We know what we bring to the table. The golf courses have to speak for themselves. And when this schedule comes out, I think they will. For the people that already know the schedule, I think they're excited about going to some new areas, um, seeing some new places. There's some familiar places to us on this schedule, which is really cool to see what the difference will be from year one to year two. Um, but just super excited and I'm excited and I appreciate all the amazing people that came all season long and to the national championship. Yes. And I cannot wait to get going in 2024. It's going to be here sooner than we think, Andy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and that was kind of the same thing with the national championship. Like it, it was one of those things where like, Oh, we got time, we got time and it's already done. Like it just kind of sneaks up on you. Um, same thing for next year. I mean, we're going to start a little bit earlier in the year. We're starting in February next year. So, I mean, it's right around the corner here. Holiday season's coming up. It's going to come and go and we're going to be back on the course doing what we love to do. So, I mean, I, I can't wait for, for 2024, 2023 was fantastic. And 2024 is going to knock it out of the water, I think, in my opinion. So, and that's something, you know, and we should be doing that. You don't want to just stay, stay in your lane. You want to keep tr- figuring out how to thrive and, and give a better experience for everyone. So I think we're on, we're on a, a good path and I, I can't wait to see what comes in, in 2024. Yep. I'm in the same boat, man. I, you know, one last time, congratulations to both our, gross and net national champions. I know that they are absolutely ecstatic about where they're going to be going for winning this great event. Um, Just, I I don't have anything more to say on it other than get ready for the schedule release. And then we're going to be going right into 2024, get your partners ready, get profiles set up on our website, get going and be ready for this schedule to come out and registrations to start because last year we averaged uh, 92 players. Uh, across the board at every single event, plus or minus in some areas. I only expect 2024 to be bigger and better. More tournaments, more winners, more qualifications for the national championship, more information about the two national championships that will take place. 
So that's a little teaser out there for you. And um, you know what? Super excited to get it going. Thank you to everybody out there. Andy, final words. Hey, I just want to say thank you to Big Cedar, to Lacey Snell for taking me around for two days, for Anthony, for everything you did. Uh, Rob, you know, helping run the tournaments, everyone from Swag Golf that was there. I mean, you guys made that weekend uh, a fantastic weekend for us at that national championship. And uh, to give that product to everyone, I think we should all be very, very proud of that moment that we did for them. So, uh gratitude and appreciation and very proud moment uh you know for, for what we've done yeah i mean you? add add uh add matt jared and clayton to that mix for yes, everything yes. that they did at big cedar and getting everything ready and really l- giving us the leeway to to present the tournament to the yeah. best of our ability for all the competitors and hundred percent. You know, I cannot, I can't wait to go back to big Cedar. It's going to be fun. The next time we go back now that we've got even more experience at that place, but super pumped for 2024. And that's right. I used one of Andy's favorite lingo, super pumped. Um, (laughs) So the sun is shining on his head over there. It's 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 cascading in from the window. It's letting you see the, We'll, we'll be back in a few weeks with another great episode. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you.